it's really funny when people actually see me in action because they're like, how do you get the dogs to just stop moving? And the trick really is a really, really high shutter speed. <laughs> There's a lot of things that you have to know as a pet photographer that you generally wouldn't have to consider as like a traditional portrait, portrait photographer, for sure. A lot of tricks, a lot of treats, uh, special noises, all sorts of little fun hacks that I have to kind of be aware of when I'm working with a dog. I have a very photogenic dog. Yes, She's you a do. Blue tick yes, you do. <laughs> and we use treats to get her to sit uh-huh. or to at least look in our general direction. But the issue we run into is she just starts drooling. Yep. That's I'm a, sure that's tricky for it you. Da, you know, not every dog is very drooly, though, I will say. Some definitely more than others. I think it's the dogs who have more jowls are the ones that typically tend to drool quite a bit more. Um, so I don't have that issue with every dog, but I can definitely get their attention. With, with the treats, especially stinky, smelly ones. I really, I always carry liver with me and like single ingredient treats when I'm working with, with clients, mainly because a lot of my dog, my dog clients have allergies. And so, but the, the liver's really, really stinky, really smelly. So normally if a pet parent is giving their, their pup, you know, just regular kibble or dry treats, it's not going to work as well. But when you're working with me, I'm like, okay, here's, here's some liver, here's some liver. So therefore I can keep their attention just a little bit longer than normal. So it works really well for photos. So you're clearly a professional. Is this your full-time gig? Is this what you do? It is my full-time gig. Yep. Been doing it for about two years, two years full-time. Yep. What got you started into, I'm sure it started more as a hobby and developed into a profession or did you decide this is what I'm going to do and just go boom straight into it? No, I kind of fell into pet photography. I have a lot of photographer friends. I never envisioned being a pet photographer, but uh, several years ago I had closed another business and I started volunteering at my local animal shelter because I was like, well, I have all this free time and I loved it. I could walk the dogs. I could cuddle the dogs. I was doing fundraising and outreach. And there was the one thing that I was missing when I was working with these animals. And I'm like, they don't really have great photos. I mean, if you go onto the shelter website, you kind of see these sad intake photos and kennel photos. And coming from having an entertainment background, I was thinking, okay, well, great photos would get you booked as a, as a talent. How can I take that same methodology and apply it to our adoption board? And so taking great photos helps animals be seen and hopefully get adopted. So that's kind of how it started. I absolutely fell in love with it, fell in love with photography, fell in love with working with dogs. And I decided to start it as a business right in the middle of COVID. I'm sure if you could take good photos <laughs> of stressed out shelter dogs, because yes. they really are stressed out when yeah. they're there, then you yeah. could take great photos of a happy dog that's been in the home its whole life. It's so true. And that's actually where I, I joke that I got sort of my my like... I don't know, all my experience in becoming a pet photographer was working with these super high energy, super crazy young dogs who didn't have any manners, didn't have any behavior, um, not uh, obedience training or really know anything at all. And I'm like, okay, if I can work with these dogs, like I can work with people's pets too. I'm sure when you worked with a shelter, they told you the results were useful. You know, it's hard to say. It really is. But there is a statistic that I know through like just rescue work in general. And that's something like 70% of people base their adoption decision on an image of an animal, on one single image. And so my thought was, okay, if I can create one amazing image of this adoptable animal, just to get people to click through, especially harder to adopt animals. So ones that maybe have medical issues, behavioral issues, senior dogs, pit bulls, uh, black dogs, all of those animals. I'm like, if I can just get them seen a little bit more, then they have a higher chance of getting adopted. 
And so what started as you just going to a shelter to do mm-hmm. these things to help has now turned into a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> what does it look like for you? I guess you have like a website or a number to call, people to book things, you get scheduled. What's that all like for yeah, you Yeah, yeah. So really, I, I tell people that first and foremost, the business is very mission-based. It's really important to me that I'm regularly able to volunteer at our local animal center. And I also work with a lot of local rescues to help photograph foster dogs. So with that, people can obviously go to my website. They can book a session for them and their pets. But the main and most important point is that I tell people is like, I take a limited number of sessions each month for paid clients. And then I donate 10% of my client sales back to a rescue of choice each quarter. So that way, even though I now take on full-time clients and I I do this full-time for fun, uh, I'm still able to really go into that advocacy piece and continue to do that work that I, that I felt that's kind of where I started and what I, you know, I want to continue to do that to help more animals. So the pet photography actually helps me to continue the rescue photography as well. That's a great way to take a hobby and turn it into a profession. (laughs) And then you keep the hobby and the good part of it going as well. Yep. And people love that. People love that when they book me and when they work with me that they're able to, you know, see 10% of those client sales actually going into being used right back to help more homeless animals in need. So you said 10% of your sales that mm-hmm. you make goes back to shelters. So that could be food, kennels, toys, all that stuff. You just I mean, honestly, anything. Yeah, I just donate 10% to the rescue and the rescue or the shelter is able to use it however, however they need it. Just how many dogs do you think you've impacted? Uh, how much money do you think in total you've given back to the shelters? So I have raised or donated in the past since 2019, over $21,000. And in that time I have photographed, I've kind of lost count. This this is probably not an accurate number, but I have directly impacted through photography over 450 rescue dogs. And that doesn't even, of course, talk about the impact that giving the rescues those images using for promotional and marketing materials. Because when the rescues look more legitimized, people are much more likely to donate and support them as well when they have good content that they can share across their social media. And also in the animals profiles online have you seen the uh the organizations that you help out have you seen their social media uh, get better as you've given them good some of them yeah it's really interesting some rescues you know don't take me up on my offer for complimentary photos and there are a few organizations that i work with that work with me a lot they bring a lot of their fosters to me and i always can see them posting the images on social media or even putting my images on their marketing materials so when they're at events they have these amazing brochures and banners and leaflets and flyers that have my images on them and and i think that that was such an unintended benefit for me being like hey bring your foster to me and i'll photograph them now they have these amazing images that just look so good in print you know for everything that they might need for for the rescue and also too rescues are inundated they're so so busy the the last thing that they need to worry about is creating content right especially for some fosters who just are not tech savvy they're not they're not good with their cell phone they'll tell you first thing hey i hate a computer i hate a cell phone they'll bring their dog to me and um and i'll take the pictures of their their foster pup for them and they can just use those images over and over again to help that animal be seen and hopefully get adopted are there other people like you in the area who have a profession that helps animals and then donates back to shelters? Or are you more unique in that regard? Do you I don't know? know. I definitely think there are some local like pet bandana companies or pet treat companies that do donate a percentage of their sales. I don't know of any other photographers specifically. I think photographers might 
give back in different ways, like through actually their photography. But I don't know of anyone else locally. It just was something that was very near and dear to my heart. And I, I'm also a little bit of a, a more premium product and service. So when you work with me, um, and so anyways, that was just really important because I know that not only are photos important, but the money is just as important. And I'm not sure if you know this, but you know, North Carolina has the number three euthanasia rate in all of the country, which a lot of people are not familiar with. So I was like, well, if we can help the rescues with money as well to help save and pull more animals, well, then that's more lives saved versus just promoting them with my beautiful photos. Right. And I think we're the ninth most populated state. So ninth most right. populated state, third most euthanization yes, of animals. Yes. Well, and you know, of course, with the increase of all the people moving here, which is great. Progress is awesome. We definitely want that. You also have an increase in the number of animals coming into your local county shelter. And our shelter was only created to really have, I don't know, to have really house a few hundred animals at any one time. And it just has not been able to keep up with the growth. But fortunately, they are building a new shelter. I think 2025 is the projected time. And so they've allotted for a much, much larger facility, but that's still, you know, a couple years away. Speaking with Joanne Wetzel, who's a pet photographer here in Raleigh, both as her profession full-time, but also lots of her effort goes towards helping shelters and homeless animals in the area as well. What's the best way we can find you? Yeah, so you can find me online at 5FIVE, freedoms with an S, photography.com. And of course, you know, all of the social media channels are all the same. So at 5 Freedoms Photography. I have one more question for you. I yeah. know some people I know would appreciate this. I've, <laughs> I've known a lot of photographers, amateur photographers growing up who said, I would love to do photography as a job. Yeah. What's some advice to those people who, as someone who now does photography full time, yeah. your show it's possible. Right, right. Um, I would definitely say that you have to believe in yourself, believe in the value that you provide and also your pricing. And I would also say that practice makes perfect. You're going to have to get out there. You're going to have to hustle um, and just continue to get better and better and niche down or niche down. I always forget, you know, how do you, I, don't either. I, know, I don't know everyone always changes, but niche down, figure out your niche, believe in the work that you provide and, you know, price accordingly, because a lot of people, they price themselves really, really low. They take on a ton of clients and it's just not sustainable. They end up burning out. So definitely, uh, you know, you'll kind of figure that out year one, year, year two, that you're going to have to raise your rates a little bit, but those are some of my best uh, insights for brand new photographers. Well, Joanne, thanks for what you do for animals in the area. Thanks yeah. for being in studio. Thank you, Nate. I appreciate it.